Hey friend, welcome to the Good Gets Better podcast. I'm your host, Amber Vreeland, and today is going to be so fun because I am joined by Katie Nicole, and she's also 22 years old, which is the same age as me, so it just makes it even more fun, and she is one of the fastest rising Christian artists. She sings the incredible song, In Jesus' Name, God of Possible, and God is in this story and hold on. And what we're going to be chatting about today is choosing to put our trust and hope in Jesus, even in the seasons where we feel discouraged and defeated. But before we get into that conversation, let's take a second and pray together. Dear Lord, thank you for all that you are doing in our lives today. Thank you for everything that you do on a daily basis on our behalf that we don't see all of the times that you've protected us or redirected us so that we can continue to follow down your path and lord i just pray that you would help us to trust you with our lives even when things aren't going our way lord that we would not depend on our own understanding but that we would lean into you and lean into your truth and to remember that you see things that we don't see And Lord, help us to have eyes to see you working in our lives, to see the little miracles that you're doing on a daily basis, and help us to have ears to hear you speaking to us. Lord, that we would recognize your voice, and I just pray that you would bless our day and protect us from the enemy's plans for us. We give this day to you, and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. So I think that we all go through moments in our lives where we feel discouraged or defeated because maybe we can't see or understand what the Lord is currently doing. And maybe you're feeling discouraged because everything seems to be going wrong or you're facing a battle or a trial. And I just want to encourage you that we face the most opposition when we're going in the right direction. John 15 verse 18 through 19 says, If the world hates you, Remember that it hated me first. The world would love you as one of its own if you belonged to it, but you are no longer part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world, so it hates you. The world is not our home. Heaven is our home. So we're going to face opposition in this world simply because we're running in the opposite direction of what this world values. Because of who we believe in and who we put our trust in. And Jesus is perfect in every single way. And yet he is also so hated. So then it would make sense that as we are trying to be more like Jesus, that we are going to be persecuted due to our faith. Matthew 7 verse 13 through 14 says, Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the road That leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. And based off of that verse, we can make the conclusion that the narrow path is probably more difficult than the wide path. Because we live in a world and a culture right now that is very focused on making everything the easiest and most convenient that it can possibly be. But the Lord also believes in discipline, and He believes in patience. And so 
I believe that sometimes you have to wait for things and you have to put work into things. But these days, culture is constantly telling us that we need that immediate satisfaction and gratification when so many stories in the Bible and testimonies are stories where people waited like seven years or 15 years to receive the breakthrough. And that can be really difficult. So maybe you're waiting for victory, breakthrough, or healing. I just want to encourage you that just because you aren't witnessing it right now doesn't mean that it's not going to come. Jesus is continually working for your good. He is working on the breakthrough, victory, and healing. And he's doing things that you cannot see. And maybe you're like, how do you know that, Amber? Like, how do you know that he's working on the breakthrough? Because of who he is. His character is so good. And he's so faithful and he's so loving and caring. And he loves you so much. And your ability to see something happening doesn't determine whether or not it's there. Your breakthrough could come right now. It could happen overnight. So don't lose faith. It could be just around the bend. Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, And it's impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. I love what that says because not only does it say that we must believe that the Lord exists, but also that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. He is a God who gives good gifts and he has a great plan for you. He has a better plan for you than you have for yourself and you can count on that. It's when we rely on our own understanding that we become the most discouraged. Proverbs 3 verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. That's a command to not depend on our own understanding. And based off of this verse, it would make perfect sense that when we do depend on our own understanding, that we trust God less and we doubt him more. So then in order to trust him well, we need to accept And remind ourselves that he sees the bigger picture and he sees what we don't. And if he woke you up this morning, then that means that he's not finished with you yet. There is more to your story. And he has already written every solution, every breakthrough and victory down in his book before you've even faced a single trial or struggle. Philippians 1 verse 6 says, And I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. He's not finished with you yet. It's time for my conversation with Katie Nicole, and I can't wait for you to hear it because she had so many encouraging things to share and an incredible testimony. But a little side note before we get into that. There are parts of the conversation where there's a weird noise in the background, and that's because right by where we were having our interview, there was a group of people blowing up balloons, (laughs) and I tried to edit it out as much as possible so that you aren't hearing it, but there are moments where she's talking over it, and so I just want you to know that, and yeah, (laughs) but it's a great conversation besides that. Okay. Here is the conversation that I had with Katie Nicole. 
I have a very special guest with me today, Katie Nicole. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm so good. And it was so cool. I actually got to see you in concert like basically a year ago today. You're with Big Daddy Weave. Probably. <laughs> Big Daddy Weave sounds about right. I would be with Big Daddy Weave. I've been a lot of, on a lot of different tours, though. Yeah. And I've definitely played with a lot of different people. So Big Daddy Weave sounds right, though. Okay. I'm going to go with it. <laughs> I'm going to go with it. I know that the dude from 10th Avenue North was there as well. Mm, okay. So then it would have been. You are correct. It <laughs> would have been Big Daddy Weave. <laughs> okay. That's so cool that you played with multiple artists. Yes, I have been so incredibly blessed to be on multiple tours. I've played with Jeremy Camp, Matthew West. Um, Kane is actually my current nice. tour, which if you've met them, they are literally incredible people. I love them so, so much. And um, that has been honestly, I, I shouldn't say that it's been my favorite tour because I'm, I'm not biased, <laughs> but I really love them so, so much. And they have been such a great experience for me. Mm -hmm. I just love them because they're so fun. Yeah. Like I really love fun people and they are just so filled with Jesus. And so I've, I've really had a great experience touring and things like that. Um, I've also not loved sleeping in a bunk. I would say it's kind of like sleeping in a, I, I don't want to say this, but like a coffin. <laughs> <laughs> or like a drawer it's, it's not fun it's not great oh that's so funny yeah so it's a full experience it totally is it really it really is so i've heard some really cool things about mm. some, like what god has done in your life mm. and i think it's so cool that like you've experienced miracles and that you believe in miracles mm. because i feel like yeah like i've met a lot of people that haven't necessarily believed in miracles because mm. they haven't experienced them. Hmm. But I would love to hear your story and like some mm. things that God has done in your life. Yeah, man, I've definitely seen miracles and I can understand that though of like it being hard to believe in miracles when you haven't seen miracles in your own life. Yeah. Um, but I think honestly, it's so important to pay attention to the small miracles, mm -hmm. you know, you may never see this like giant massive miracle, but you yeah. will see so many little miracles because God produces so many little miracles. Yeah. And um, honestly, just the way that God works is such a miracle in itself. Mm -hmm. And he is such a good God to us. And um, so first of all, I'm so grateful that I have seen those big miracles because I yeah. think there's a lot to be grateful for in that. Yeah, I would say that the biggest miracle I've probably ever seen in my life was through kind of the health experience that I've gone through, like my health journey. Mm -hmm. um, I've had two back surgeries, which is wild in itself that I've had two back surgeries. Um, but God has really moved in just my health and um, bringing me kind of out of the really dark place that I was in. I would say that I had a lot of physical health challenges in having two back surgeries, but a really hard time with my mental health um, mm -hmm. and anxiety and depression and just uh, even thoughts of suicide, which was really, really dark. And it was the darkest place that I've really, truly ever been in. And the way that I've actually seen God turn that around has been miraculous and so beautiful. Um, God's redemption is something that I so believe in, um, in many ways. Um, but also, I after having my second back surgery, um, the first one didn't go so well. And so after having the second one, coming out and actually feeling better was yeah. was one of the miracles. But also just my heart change because I felt a transformation truly in my faith where I I believed in God in a new way. Um, mm -hmm. And I felt the presence of Jesus so heavily on my life that I was just like, wow, God, 
it's just like you to do that. It's just like you to turn it all around. It's just like you to take some broken pieces and make me whole again. You know, like you put it all back together and you are so kind to me and I love you so much. And so I think I have a lot of gratitude for that miracle. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of gratitude for the way that God has moved and God has worked in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm just, I wanna encourage the person that hasn't seen their miracle yet and just say that like, God's not done with you yet. Mm -hmm. God's still writing your story. And even if you never see that big miraculous miracle, like the the giant thing, just look for the little ones because those little ones can feel pretty incredible and pretty big, honestly. I love that. That was so encouraging. So what is like a moment where you felt like God was just speaking to you the loudest? Mm. Well, probably in that same season, (laughs) I would actually still go back to that because um, when I had reached the place of not wanting to be on earth anymore, um, which actually my new single called Hold On is about this. It's it's a true story about my life um, of God saying, hold on, I'm not done yet. Yeah. Um, God speaking that in and through me. And um, the way that he (laughs) spoke was, it was that peace that surpasses all understanding. Mm -hmm. And I'm so incredibly grateful for that peace because it changed my life forever. Um, In that moment, it was really hard for me to know and see God in it because I was in so much pain um, and I wanted to, to end my life. But the way that I felt God's peace, it was undeniably him. Mm. And when it's undeniably God, that's how you know, like, you know that he's doing something in you. And um, and God, honestly, you know, like he speaks in different ways to different people, of course. Yeah. So we're not all going to hear God the same, but God is going to speak through all of us in, in the way that we need to hear it. And honestly, I think he speaks to us in the way that he, he knows that we're going to hear it. You know, yeah. like he takes us and he's like, I know you. I know your heart. I know the depths of your your heart and soul. And I want to love you in that. So he's just been so kind to me. (laughs) I have so much love for the Lord. (laughs) That's so good. Me too. Um, Was there a specific verse that just like kept you grounded during that time? Yeah. You know, it's funny. Someone actually asked me this the other day. It was actually just in my regular day-to-day life. Someone was asking, they were like, do you have a life first? And I was like, actually, yes, I do. Um, Jeremiah 29, 11 is something I've always hold, he- held on to, like really tight. Yeah. Um, and it's because God has a plan. He has a plan for all of us. Mm-hmm. And I think when we really look at the context of that verse, it's like, wow, God has turned around so many lives. Yeah. Um, And he's reminding us in it that even when it looks dark, Mm -hmm. that he still has a plan that's going to prosper us and Mm -hmm. not harm us and hope and a future. Like he is going to completely transform us. So that's why we have to hold on. I like, I bring it back around and I'm like, that's why I have to hold on. Mm -hmm. So many, many, many of times in that dark season, I would look, look at that verse and I'd be like, okay, God, I have to trust you. God, Mm -hmm. I have to trust you. And even though that was incredibly hard at times, (laughs) I had to trust God and yeah. I I love that verse so much. And there are honestly probably more, but I, <laughs> I will only name the one. <laughs> yeah, that is such a good verse. Yeah, so good. Was there a specific song that has just like meant the most to you or made the biggest impact on you? Mm. Oh gosh. So um, <laughs> Hard Love by Need to Breathe Ooh. is a really good one um, because it was actually my kind of like it was the song that was kind of my anchor in the in the dark season mm-hmm. that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really gave me a hope that I would not had before mm-hmm. um, because I was being able to see that God's love sometimes doesn't look the way we think it's going to look. Yeah. But God loves us so deep that he would he would love us in a way that, you know, I don't know. 
he loves us so much to give us mercy and grace, you know? Yeah. So like that song really just kept me going, kept That's me so going cool. in a hard season. <laughs> I also love Need to Breathe. So <laughs> I do too. Yeah, their music's so good. Fantastic. Um, is there a song of yours where when you were writing it down, it's like the lyrics just like came like flooding out? Um, of my songs? Yeah. Um, I would say that, gosh. Um, in Jesus' name wasn't like that, but I would say that the moments that the lyrics came out, they were moments where I had an encounter with the Lord and I really felt like God was downloading something into my spirit. Yeah. And so, you know, I've obviously, I've heard stories of the impact and the power of that song. And, mm -hmm. and sometimes it's hard for me to see just because it's my song, <laughs> but I, I do really feel that God gave me the right words at the right time in the right moments. Mm -hmm. And so I, I just praise him for allowing me to have the right words to pray over someone that they yeah. can now pray over their loved ones as well like yeah. it just means a lot to me so oh, i love it yeah i love it yeah um what would you say is something that god is taking you through right now like a season or a mm. lesson that he's trying to teach you gosh a lesson he's trying to honestly to trust him <laughs> But I feel like that is something that he teaches me in every season because I think there's a lot of moments where it's like, whoa, I want to control this. Whoa, I want to do it my way. And I'm like, but no, I have to trust God because he knows best and he knows what's best for me um, now and always. So yeah. he has definitely been teaching me that a lot lately. Me too. You know, in, every hard, day. in hard moments. <laughs> you know. The worry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My last question for you yeah. today is... What is something that maybe your listeners don't know about you that you'd love to share with them? Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> I love Legos. <laughs> I've actually heard this. Another like radio Did person. somebody else tell you? Yeah. Oh, and my, or like did SpongeBob. you hear it somewhere else? Yeah. Yes, I love two, two things I really love. <laughs> SpongeBob and Legos. <laughs> so I guess that's my fun fact of the day. Oh, that's amazing. But yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, thank you for joining me. You are so it's kind. It's been so fun to hang out with you. Also, great questions. You have great questions. Thank you. I'm so glad. So, yeah. Oh, I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. So that was my conversation with Katie Nicole. And I just love what she had to share about looking for small miracles. And if you're someone that maybe hasn't seen a massive miracle in your life, I truly believe that God has done some small miracles that maybe you just haven't recognized, but I believe that he's continually doing miracles in your life, that he's continually working. And my definition of a miracle, aka the amber definition, <laughs> is a victory that couldn't have been achieved on your own strength or without God's interference. Here's a relevant example. You know, we're in the Christmas season Maybe you're buying a Christmas gift for somebody and it says online and in store that they're sold out, but then all of a sudden, somehow there's one available, just one. I think that's a small miracle because where'd that come from? Nobody was expecting it to be there and yet it was there. The thing is, is God knows exactly what you need and exactly what you're looking for. He knows what you love. He knows what brings you joy and he's a good father. And so I believe that he's doing little things and showing up in these ways, but we just have to have eyes to look for it. This is what Matthew 7 verse 7 through 11 says. Keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives. 
everyone who seeks finds, and to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. You parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask Him? And I find that verse so encouraging because that's Jesus speaking. And it's not saying any maybes or perhaps if you keep on asking, you may receive what you ask for. No, it says keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. And everyone who asks receives. Everyone who seeks finds. And everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Recently, there was a guest speaker at my church and he shared a story of a time where he prayed for a sandbox, which is a very random thing, but he was praying for a sandbox with his wife because they couldn't find one anywhere and they decided that they were just going to keep that prayer between the two of them so that they could see the Lord move. And sure enough, within the week, one of their neighbors that they were chatting with had mentioned, hey, we have a sandbox. Do you want it? And he received the sandbox. And when they got the sandbox, they realized that they had a sandbox with no sand and that they never prayed for sand. But when they prayed again, Lord, would you give us sand for the sandbox? Another neighbor then has a conversation with him and mentions like a week later that they ordered the wrong sand for the pool that they were installing and offered the sand to him and his wife. And so he received the sand for his sandbox. But what stands out to me from that story is how they didn't pray for the sand. And so then they didn't receive the sand. If you don't ask for something, how can you expect to receive it? I know that the Lord knows what you need, but he wants you to rely on him and he wants you to come to him. Matthew 13 verse 58 says that Jesus did few miracles in his hometown because of their unbelief. So imagine how much more the Lord does in the lives of those who choose to believe in him and place their confidence in him. And no matter what you're facing today, this is a verse for you. John 16 verse 33, which says, Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Jesus has overcome it all. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and are leaving feeling encouraged. Make sure to check out Katie Nicole's music if you haven't already. And I would super appreciate it if you rated this podcast and make sure to follow so that you can stay up to date for whenever a new episode drops. I'll chat with you again next week and I hope that you have an incredible day. Just remember that when you focus on the good and when you focus on God, the good gets better.